Of the 235,000 baseball games ever played in the 140-year history of Major League Baseball, only 23 have had a pitcher pitching a perfect game. Perfect game is when the pitcher prevents every batter of the opposing team from getting on base. And on June 2nd, 2010, 28-year-old Detroit Tiger pitcher Armando Galarraga was about to pitch a perfect game. When the last batter got up to base, he hits a weak ground ball to first base. Galarraga rushes to cover first base. He gets the throw, beats the batter to the back. And as the pitcher is about to celebrate what he thinks is MLB history, a perfect game, the first base umpire, Jim Joyce, calls the runner safe. Now the video replay showed that the runner was way out. And Jim Joyce, the umpire, his call cost Galarraga his perfect game. And after he watched the video replay, this 22-year veteran umpire, he realized he made this huge mistake. He walks over to the young picture, apologizes, and before millions of people and all the press, he admitted he got the call wrong. Jim Joyce came clean. He took responsibility for his mistake. When was the last time you or I did this? How often do we take responsibility for our own faults? When was the last time we looked at ourselves when something went wrong? You know, the Torah begins with a lot of finger pointing. Adam blames Chava. Chava blames the snake for convincing them to eat from the tree of knowledge. Cain, after killing his brother Hevel, famously asks, Hashomer Achianochi, am I my brother's keeper? Even Noah in last week's Parsha, who takes responsibility for himself, is seen by our sages as failing to take responsibility for others. It's not until Abraham, says Rabbi Jonathan Sachs of blessed memory, that Abraham introduces a tradition that emphasizes personal responsibility, not pointing the finger elsewhere. And Rabbi Sachs goes on to say that in the past, people would blame their mistakes, their flaws on the stars, on fate, on the gods. Today we have our parents. We blame the environment, our genes, the politicians, everything but ourselves. And he writes that there were three influential thinkers, Spinoza, Marx, and Freud, who all attributed human behavior to external forces. Marx, he said, wrote that man was the product of social forces shaped by the ruling class who owned all the property. Spinoza spoke of genetic predeterminism, that we are ruled by our instincts, our biological drives. And Freud famously taught that we are the products of our childhood, the traumas of our childhood, influence of our parents, specifically our fathers. And it's to each of these influences, suggested Rabbi Sachs, that the opening verse, the opening pasuk in this week's Parsha, last week's Parsha, I should say, of Lech Lecha, God tells Abraham, go. Go me artzacha from your land, mi from your birthplace, umi avicha from the house of your father. And to the belief that we are products of social forces, of the landowners, God tells Abraham, Me'artzecha, go from your land. To the belief that our choices are determined by genetics, God tells Abraham, Mimoladetzcha, leave your birthplace, 
leave the way you were born. You can't blame everything on that. And to the idea that we are the products of our childhood, our fathers specifically, God tells Avram, Mibet Avicha, from the house of your father. These are for sure important factors and influences. Our family, our genetics, socioeconomic factors, they play a huge role and they for sure influence the way we make decisions, but they are not the sole determinants. Blaming our parents or our teachers, the family into which we are born, it just prevents us from confronting the real issues. It's only when we absorb this teaching of lech lecha, to go out, to leave those factors behind. And you know, the same applies, of course, on every level. The same applies on the communal level. You know, the Torah says, bracha. the next verse tells us that then you will be a blessing. It can only be a blessing when we look inside. It's an amazing study conducted by the University of Pennsylvania comparing the top 1% neurosurgeons in America with the bottom 1%. Right? The top 1% are the ones that take months to get appointments with. The bottom 1% are the ones being sued for malpractice. You don't want to go near them. What's the difference? The study concluded, not the medical school they attended, not their level of intelligence, but what distinguished the top 1% doctors from the bottom 1% was how they handled mistakes in the operating room. Top 1% spent every waking hour trying to figure out where they went wrong. Bottom 1% blamed it on everything else. The lighting wasn't good, the nurses, the equipment, everything but themselves. And we're all guilty of this. We all externalize the blame. A relationship goes bad. Something is wrong in the family dynamic. It's easy to point the finger at somebody else. But what is our role? And I'm not saying we're always at fault or we're totally at fault, but what contributing factor are we producing? Or let's say something goes wrong at work. You know, we have 18 employees at MGE. So something doesn't go wrong at MGE, it's easy. I got 18 different people to point the finger at. And I can say it was this person's fault, it was that person's fault. But when do we accept responsibility? Because if we look elsewhere, the chances are we'll probably make the same mistake again. And this is a big issue on the national level too. This is not just affecting us individuals, but arguably one of the greatest issues and problems that the Jewish community has is assimilation. We're losing so many of our Jewish brothers and sisters to intermarriage. And of course, this is something that I get exercised about. This is something that MJE is dedicated to combating. But we need to ask the same question. Are we taking responsibility or are we pointing the finger elsewhere? Are we blaming the other denominations? It's their fault. Are we blaming the Hebrew school system? It's that, you know, okay, to a large degree, it was a failure. Or maybe it's the fault of these crazy left-leaning millennials. And all these things are some, have some truth to them. Are we saying, well, you know what? My kids are okay. I send my kids to Jewish day school. Or I'm affiliated already. No problem. How can I be responsible for what other people think or do? And yet, our sages teach, kol Yisrael arevim zebazeh. We're responsible one for the next. But I can't control what other people think or believe, their attitudes. But we can do what we can do we can reach out and share the beauty of a Torah way of life. 
And by doing so, we can make a huge, huge difference. And thanks to a lot of amazing supporters who enable MGE to continue to be a vibrant community, we have connected thousands of people in the last 23 years with their Jewish heritage. We are responsible for 377 Jewish marriages because we didn't point the finger. We said, we're responsible. We're taking responsibility. You know, just this last week, I got an email from a student of mine, Jonathan Miller, and he grew up in uh, Long Island, and he went to a public school, and his family belonged to the local Reformed Temple where they attended services on the high holidays. And after college, Jonathan moved to the city. Somehow he found his way to MJE. He signed up for our basic Judaism classes, became a regular at our beginner service, which we're all invited to on Shabbat. He came on our trip to Israel, and there his eyes were opened. And at some point thereafter, he started feeling more connected to his Judaism, started taking on Shabbat, Kashrut, and eventually he became a Torah-observant Jew. And synagogue for Jonathan growing up was a once-a-year experience. It's now every week, sometimes every day. And more importantly, his four beautiful children are all in Jewish day schools, being raised to live a Torah way of life. This is not an isolated story. There are many more. We can't impact everyone, but Jonathan's life and the trajectory of his family and so many others like him have been changed forever because we took responsibility. We decided to look within so we can make a difference out there. To confront Jewish assimilation or any problem, we have to stop pointing the finger elsewhere. We have to look within. Lech lecha, God told Abraham, leave everything else behind and go lecha into yourself because ultimately that's where we will all find the solution. Thank you for listening.